My Welcome to Saint Shorts, inspirational stories based on the lives of saints. On the 25th day of the Blessed Coptic Month of Kiach, we celebrate the departure of the Saint John Kama. John's parents were God-fearing Christians, and he was their only child. They forced him to marry against his will. When he entered his wife's room, he stood, prayed for a long time, then came near the young girl and said to her, My sister, you know that the world and all of its lusts will go away. Do you agree with me to keep our bodies pure and clean? She answered and said, My brother, the Lord's name lives. This also is my desire, and now the Lord has given me what my heart desires. They mutually agreed to live together as brother and sister and to keep their virginity. When they slept, the angel of the Lord came and covered them with his wings. For their many virtues, God planted a vine for them which grew up and covered their place of sleep. That was a sign of their purity and holiness. For what they did was above human nature, that two young people, a man and a woman, would sleep next to each other without being driven by the lust of the flesh. For who can come near a fire and not be burnt, unless it is God's divine power and care that keeps them and preserves them? When their parents saw that they lived together for a long time without having any children, they thought that this was due to the fact that they were so young. One day John said to his wife, My sister, I desire to go into the wilderness to become a monk, and I cannot do that without your permission. She gave him her permission, and she went into the virgin's convents. There she became a virtuous nun and she performed many miracles, so they chose her to become the abbess of the convent. As for St. John, when he left his town, the angel of the Lord appeared to him and guided him to the wilderness of Shahit. He went there and became a monk in the cell of St. Darudi in the monastery of St. Macarius. He stayed with this saint, learning piety from him until the saint departed. Then the angel of the Lord told him to go west of the monastery of St. John the Short and to build a cell for himself there. He went and did as the angel commanded him. Three hundred brethren gathered around him and became his disciples. They built a church and a house with a garden for themselves, and St. John Kama taught them how to pray and how to use the praises and psalms daily. One night, St. Athanasius, the apostolic, appeared to them while they were singing the song of the three young men. St. Athanasius revealed many mysteries to him. Another time, St. Mary appeared to him and told him, This is my dwelling forever, and I shall be with them as I have been with you, and this monastery will be named after me. The church of the monastery was named after the Virgin St. Mary. Some of the monks of Upper Egypt desired to be under the guidance of St. John Kama, and they asked him to come to see them. He called a brother named Shanuda and gave him the responsibility of caring for the brethren until his return. When he did return, he found that he performed all the tasks perfectly. St. John departed in peace at the time of the Lord's will. May his prayers be with us, and glory be to God forever. Amen. In the Orthodox faith, when a man becomes a priest and is unmarried, he can no longer marry, because as a priest, every woman is now his sister. A monk and a nun choose a life of celibacy because they are married to Christ. 
One of the Ten Commandments is to honor your mother and father. So surprisingly, John managed to do both. He honored his earthly parents by accepting their marriage request and honored his heavenly parents by entering into a marriage of celibacy with his wife. He submitted humbly to the wishes of his parents, and God knew what was in John's heart, and by extension, the heart of his future wife as well. In accepting submission humbly, he was rewarded with a bride that was praying for the exact same thing he was. It is very hard for us to know what is best for ourselves, especially as it relates to our spiritual journey, which is why it is important to not only have a father of confession, but meet with him regularly. Psalm 1 also reminds us to beware of ungodly counsel, which St. Basil likens this to being our earthly minds, our fleshly desires. These creeping things have a tendency to occupy our minds, preventing us from focusing on the higher forms of living a life with Christ. Picture this. You are standing while praying, and at your feet you see scorpions, centipedes, and other creeping creatures. The average person would be so preoccupied with this bewildering and unsettling situation, and therefore unable to focus on a prayer. But if we follow the examples of St. Anthony and St. Benjamin, we can see these creatures for what they are, earthly distractions. Our casual thoughts are just as distracting. I was not born Coptic Orthodox, so everything for me is new. I truly love how our liturgies engage all five of our senses, not just the eyes which are focused on the priest and reading the liturgical book to follow along, but also the ears through hymns, the nose through sweet incense, and our mouths which are continually in praise. And there is the kissing of the hands as well as the partaking of the body and blood. All five senses are actively engaged in an Orthodox liturgy. We are asking Christ to accept us and lift us up with him both through the cross and through his resurrection. An active congregate is so fully immersed in the liturgy that the time just fades away. Sure, we measure the times of a liturgy so as to plan our other duties, but in that moment of timelessness unity with Christ, we are fully engaged. Like a warm embrace, we are fully consumed by the undying love of a father and a mother who always want the best for us, which is eternal life. May the prayers of the blessed Saint John Kama be with us all, and glory be to God forever. Amen. Thank you.